Welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey friends, Doug Addison, welcome to Spirit Connection Podcast, October 28th, 2020. We're moving into a strategic season where action is needed. The Lord spoke to me to raise up people to pray, actually raise up an army to pray over the next couple of months. And I want to talk this week about, well, the U.S. elections, first of all, and also some tips on how to pray for leaders and those you don't agree with whether they're leaders or not. It's going to be a really good podcast. And Lord, we invite your presence right now. And in the midst of this, all the turmoil and things happen, and we ask again each week, we just press in that you would bring a resolution and healing for the coronavirus, that you would also bring healing to our land. We pray for the outbreak of the Holy Spirit. We pray, Lord, that you would cause us to come into agreement with what you're doing right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Satan has overplayed his hand. That's a way to say that he's over-attacked people. And so the scales of justice are now out of balance. You know, God is actually a just God. So what happens is the scales of justice get tipped out of balance when things start to happen. And God, he's faithful. When that happens, he's going to lay on anointing. He's going to lay on giftings. He's going to lay on things, repayments. We're in the season right now. It's important to keep that mindset and to stay at peace in the midst of the storm. I really believe this with all my heart. We've got to stop blaming others for what's happening. You know, we were all caught off guard with the pandemic. It's no one's fault. I saw a storm coming. Yeah, I think it was last November, December, I think it was November of last year. I saw a storm coming, but I didn't discern what it was. God didn't release a lot. Some prophets got things that I heard. But overall, we were all caught off guard by this. It's not the president's fault. It's not groups of people. It's Satan and the spirit of division and disagreement. Also, the spirit of fear. He's pouring out the spirit of fear, violence, and sickness. A three-court had been hitting people. So, I want to talk about how to pray during this season. I just did a special training on spiritual warfare. And also I'll be doing something this coming month. I'll be doing one on how to stay at peace in the midst of the storm. It's really important right now to shift the spiritual atmosphere around you. And before we can shift it over anything else, the best warfare is to shift it over yourself. I walk under an open heaven. Because I've learned these principles. They're biblical. They're not hard, really. You just need to fine-tune the way you speak and the way you think and align yourself with heaven. Well, let's take a look at a couple of biblical principles, first of all. When it talks about praying for leaders, I did a full study on this. Ephesians 6.12, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers and authorities, against powers of the dark world and against principalities and forces of the evil heavenly realms. The Apostle Paul talks about this. We're not fighting against people. This is a high-level demonic attack. And people think it's 
Yeah, we're blaming others. We're blame shifting. But we need to shift that focus and all that energy where it belongs. The Lord showed me that a mesmerizing demonic spirit is trying to get everyone mad at each other to not trust. Mesmerizing says, hey, look over there while it's doing something else. right? Or it's a spirit of division. And it's important to break this because what the enemy is trying to do is break our unity. If two agree together, it will be done. Where two or three are gathered, I am there. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. Two are better than one because when one falls down, the other can help them. So the enemy is trying to get us in division, trying to get us to not meet together, trying to divide things. And we can break this attack. I tell you, Ephesians 4.3, Paul says this, make every effort to keep unity in the spirit through the bond of peace. So the root of Satan's attack right now is division, hatred, fear. Division, hatred, and fear. And God's calling us right now to bring peace and change the spiritual atmosphere through his perfect love. And that's Ephesians 4.3. You might want to write that down again. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. So right now, how you can fight this is right now in your own heart, even though you might be going through some stuff, you're going to find ways to bring peace in the midst of the storm. Now, in the in uh, the situation we are, in any situation, basically, we must pray for leaders, no matter if you agree with them or not. We're not just talking about the president, all leaders. First Timothy 2, 1 through 4, I urge you, first of all, that all petitions and prayers, intercession and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and those in authority, that we may live peaceful lives and in all godliness and holiness. And this is good and pleasing to God our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. Paul says it again. We need to pray. We need to stay at peace. We need to pray for everybody, but especially for leaders. you got to realize who was in charge when he said this. You know, this was under at one point when he had released this. I'm not sure the exact timing of this, but Caesars, some of the Caesars, and Nero and the ones who were persecuting the church at that time, he was saying this. You need to still stay at peace in the midst of your storm. Romans 13, 1. Let everyone be subject to governing authorities. No authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. And so even though you might be under an ungodly structure wherever you live or whatever your situation is, God still can bless you in the midst of this. And so I've had a prayer assignment for all the presidents, even the different political parties. I prayed regularly for President Obama. See, what what the enemy tried to do is, is... tries to get Christians to not pray for those who are not of the same political party. And that's terrible. You know, we need to actually, that keeps them uncovered. Attacks can come. And worse yet, some people pray against them. My goodness, we got to knock that off and come into agreement with these biblical principles. Let me tell you about, this is my study I did on honoring leaders. Jesus says this in Matthew 23, verses 2 and 3. Then Jesus said to the crowds, And his disciples, the teachers of the law and the Pharisees, sit in Moses' seat. You must obey them. You must be careful to do everything they tell you, but don't do what they do. So Jesus said, 
You must honor that place of leadership. But this is how you can pray for someone that you don't agree with. He says that you must obey them because they sit in Moses' seat, but don't do what they do, in other words. And uh, check this out. Let's go further. Acts 23, Paul is taken in. This is really good. And you got to look at this and, and understand it. Paul looked at the Sanhedrin and he said, my brothers, I have fulfilled my duty with God and I have an all clean conscience to this day. At this, the high priest Ananias ordered those standing near Paul to strike him on the mouth. Then Paul said to him, God will strike you, you whitewashed wall. You sit there and judge me according to the law, but yet you yourself violate the law by commanding me to be struck. Those who were standing near Paul said, how dare you say this to the high priest? This is really powerful. You got to look at this. Verse five, Paul says, brothers, I didn't realize this was the high priest for it is written. Do not speak evil against a ruler of your people. Paul plainly came out and said, oh, my goodness, you must honor. I didn't realize that was the equivalent of a president. He, he said, I didn't realize it. And he asked forgiveness. So there's something in this here. You know, you, once we get out of line, you know, we got to get back into line with praying for people understanding authority. So here's my process. I don't agree with everything. I pray for the presidents. I prayed through Obama. I, I have a prayer assignment for President Trump. I don't agree with everything they do. Uh, and so when President Trump went into office, I had trouble. I'll be honest with you. I had trouble with him speaking and dishonoring people and he was name-calling and cussing, and I didn't think it was a good example for young people, nor do I still. So I had, it was bothering me. In fact, I had to work this out with some people. It was really bothering me. Then I decided to take Matthew 18 that says, you know, go to a leader. If someone sins or if you feel that they're wrong, go to them personally. Instead of me going to Twitter and going out and slamming them, I went personally and I emailed the White House and I asked him to consider stop doing this, stop you know, cussing and calling people names. This is 2016, I think, that I did this. And what happened, something released in my heart because I, I got in line with heaven. I got in line with it and I was able to go then. God showed me that he's actually a believer, that he operates with a special assignment, that he's not pastoral at all. And again, I don't agree with everything he says or does, but... He sits in Moses' seat, so to speak, as Jesus said, you know. And uh, so he's in the seat of authority. So I began to pray, and I began to bless him. And in the midst of this, something shifted. And I'm now part of uh, the faith leaders' conference calls with the White House. The Lord opened doors for me. You know, uh, something shifted. And so right now we need to pray for the November elections that we have here in the United States. It's just, in a, you know, next week. There's a huge battle going on right now. And it's important to separate yourself out from your opinion of people and the mission they might have. And so I'm not telling you how to vote or anything like that. But we are navigating through very difficult times. And there's many people blaming the president's leadership right now. I've been watching this. I've been praying for him. I don't agree with everything. But overall, it was, like I said at the beginning, this was not the president who did these things. It was the demonic forces that was behind the attack that's going on right now. Could he have responded differently? Maybe. But, you know, we're still here. We're still going. 
And so I have a, a prayer assignment. And the Bible is very clear to pray for leaders. So President Trump's first election came to by a surprise to many, but God used him. I don't know if you realize this. He was the 45th president and he's carrying the Isaiah 45 Cyrus anointing. Now, Cyrus wasn't warm and fuzzy or pastoral, you know. Well, you know, he wasn't really that much of a believer, but he did things for Israel. And that's what the Cyrus anointing is, Isaiah 45, that he was able to do some things and shift the spiritual atmosphere. And so I believe that God uses, he's using President Trump. We've seen some things happen inside the White House. But here's my take, not so much on President Trump. My take is what I've seen inside the current White House administration. I'm part of the faith leaders group. You know, we get on conference calls quite often. President Trump has even prayed. There is prayer going on in the White House. You might be hearing things that the, you know, the administration's all messed up. No one wants to be around them. But there's a solid prayer anointing that's going on inside the White House, and it's been a steady there. President Trump has a spiritual advisor, uh, Prophet Paula White, who prophesies the word of the Lord. I was on one of the prayer calls when she began to pray and open the heavens up. There's a lot of prayer and wisdom happening behind the scenes that I believe has stopped us from having a meltdown. I really believe this. So President Trump's assignment really is, is part of that Isaiah 45 to open things up. And he did that. He positioned Israel. So I just wanted to say there was there's a couple of things that he did. He positioned the capital. He When he declared Jerusalem the capital of Israel, that was a bold Cyrus type of thing that happened. And he appointed some chief justices, that possibly three of them. And there was many things that have been happening right now. But I'm just saying, the Lord is moving right now. I'm not telling you who to vote for. I'm just saying, stay at peace and learn to pray and support the things that's going on right now. Lord, we ask right now that no matter who is elected, you're still in charge. We know that. We pray that there would be a continuation of the prayer anointing that's in the White House right now. But whatever your will is, Lord, we just ask that you would break through the spirit of violence, the spirit of sickness, the spirit of fear that's trying to take us out in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, I'm doing a new master class, and it's how to be at peace in any storm. November 21st, more information coming. And I talk about how to break the spirit of fear, how to stand in the midst of this. Also, if you haven't caught my spiritual warfare master class, you can still get that as a replay. It was a really good one. DougEdison.com forward slash spiritual warfare. Hey, everybody. Hope you're having a great week. I'm excited. Stay in prayer. Stay in courage. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.